Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the message today. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit lhachurch.com. The Lord has been speaking to my heart since we've been together here this morning, and um, let's just let's just stop right there and let's just let's pray right now, okay? Father, I am so thankful to know. that you are here with us in this place. I'm so thankful to know today that you love us enough that your presence would be here to not leave us like we walked in the doors, to not leave us in the place in the valley where we've been, to not leave us in the place of suffering and difficulty. But you've come, Lord, that we might have your life. You've come that though our burdens were heavy, you might make them light. You've come, Lord, today for those that are sick that they might be well. You've come today for those who are discouraged that they might experience the joy of the Lord that is our strength. Father, I ask you today, just to be with us. I ask you, Lord, to lead us and direct us in this place. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, uh, you probably won't have passages on the screen today like you're accustomed to. So I'd encourage you at this point to probably go ahead and get out your electronic device of choice, your Bible, whatever you have with you today. Let's go together to Matthew chapter number 1. Matthew chapter number 1 today. It's here in Matthew 1 that we find the genealogy of Jesus. There's a very important passage, Matthew 1, verse 21, and really it is this passage that sets the tone not just for the time period then, it actually sets the tone for the day that you and I live in today. Verse 21 is speaking of his Jesus mother Mary says these words, she will give birth to a son. How many of you know there's been lots of sons born? Been lots of other males born. But there was something about this child, something about this baby boy that would be born, something about his birth that would distinguish himself from all the other males that had ever been born. She will give birth to a son. Here's the key. You are to give him the name Jesus. It's a name that would be given 
that would literally change the course of human history and humans' future. It was a name that was given that would affect the lives of those then, and it's a name that was given that would affect your life and my life today. Notice it says you are to give him the name Jesus. There's a purpose. We've been talking the last few weeks about purpose. There's a purpose in his name because he will save his people from their sins. The birth of Jesus Christ split time in half, B.C. and A.D. The birth of Jesus Christ began a change that would leave mankind never the same again. Many babies have been born, and those of you today who are parents know how that the coming of a newborn baby in your house changes your life. I love to get around couples who've recently had a baby, and you look into the bloodshot eyes <laughs> of parents who are not getting any sleep whatsoever. <laughs> and you look at them with a, a grin on your face, and you say, how you doing? Because you've been there before, haven't you? <laughs> you remember that feeling of just getting to sleep and you hear this sound. And at one time when they're born, you think it's such a precious sound. But at 3 o'clock in the morning, not so precious anymore, is it? Change. The birth of a child comes into your life and it changes you. changes our perspective on life. It changes the outlook we have on life. It changes the things we do. It changes how we think. It changes our lives completely. The birth of a child. That's what's common. You see, honestly, the birth of a child is common. Every day there are children born. Every day there are parents who for the first time experience a life-changing event. But I have to tell you, as wonderful as your child was being born, children being born is common. Happens every day. If you've ever been to the hospital and you're there and visiting someone, all of a sudden you hear chimes going off in the hospital as a baby is born. Happens every single day. But there's something about this one that we read about that is prophesied of some 800 years before he's even born. God was putting a plan into motion before Christ's birth in Bethlehem ever came to be. It was a birth that would change. Oh, You see, when we have a child that is born... It changes our life, but the truth is there comes a point when even though your life has changed, you kind of get back to normal because what's going to happen is that child's going to grow up. They're going to kind of go their own way. Yesterday, we all, uh, uh, many of us gathered together, and Tom and Stacy with excitement uh, were there as Colton and Lillian got married, and they are beginning today. Uh, a brand new life experience. 
But the truth is, Tom and Stacy now are beginning a brand new life experience. <laughs> Y'all remember Stacy in your prayers. <laughs> Stacy doesn't have to care for Colton and Tom. Now it's just Tom. But you know what? Their life changed when those boys were born and came into the world and they've raised those boys and now their life is getting ready to head back to like it was before the boys were born. Why? Because the birth of children is common. It's normal. It's how we function as a society. But there was one. There was one that was born that was so uncommon. The trickle-down effect of his birth would send tremors not only into the past but into the future. The birth of this child would not only leave changes on the earth but in the caverns of hell. There were tremors that were felt throughout the underworld as the enemy experienced the birth as well of one that would come. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus because the passage says he will save his people from their sins. He will bring a change. Never again would humanity walk the same as they walked before. After the birth of this child in Bethlehem, never would our lives ever be the same again. We'll never face sickness like we faced sickness before. We'll never face loneliness like we faced loneliness before. We never face sin like we faced sin before. Before the birth of the Savior, your sins could only be covered. But because there was one that was born in Bethlehem, now you your sin, though it was like scarlet red, through this baby born at Bethlehem, you would find that your sin were not covered, but they were made white as snow. Say his name with me. Say Jesus. Jesus. That name. There's something about that name. There's a power behind that name. There's a, a force behind that name. There's a transformational effect that comes as a result of that name. There have been many great names before. Look at Acts 4 with me. Let's turn there together. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter number 4. This is a critical passage of Scripture for your faith. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. Salvation is found... In no one else.
period. Salvation, transformation, new life. We, we know the words, you must be born again. There is a transformation that happens in our life when Jesus Christ comes because salvation is found in no one else. There's a lot of good organizations in the world today. There's a lot of good groups, a lot of people groups around the world. There's all kinds of religions. There's all kinds of beliefs. There's all kinds of thoughts and all kinds of ways. But I declare to you, there is salvation in no one else. Nobody else can get you there. Nobody else can be the gate that gets you to heaven. Nobody else can be the way, the truth, and the life. No one else can be what this babe born in Bethlehem was. Why, his name is Jesus. No one else. Notice the passage. For there is no other, notice this, name. There's no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. There is no other name. There is no amount of works, Jesus my friend, you cannot earn salvation. You can't do enough to get it. You can't give it an offering plate. You can't attend church enough. You can't be a good enough neighbor. You can't be a good enough friend, husband, father, brother. No other name. No other way. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. John 14 says, nobody else comes to the Father except through Jesus. There's no other name. No other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. I want to share a story with you. We'll go back. You never, you just never know how the Lord works. As preparing, there was a story that I'd prepared to share with you today, not knowing that the Lord would. Uh, I'll tell you, actually, this story goes better with the way the Lord's leading me than with the notes that I had prepared. He makes, he makes such good sense. <laughs> Story of a woman who was born Muslim. She was raised in Pakistan. When she was a little girl, she was crippled. Her parents were very wealthy. They had a nice home, nice cars, plenty of money. She grew up knowing the Muslim faith. She was taught from an early age to pray to Allah and to believe 
Muhammad. So as a little girl being crippled, she would often pray to Muhammad to heal her, but nothing happened. One day her father decided to take her to Mecca, and there in Mecca there is a rock that is supposedly the place where Muhammad had went up to heaven, and as a result of that story, people by the millions have waited in line to touch the rock and to, to lean over and kiss the rock. And legend has told them, those that do so, there's been some that in doing that task have been healed. So her father, along with her brothers, left and went to visit that rock. They waited in line behind people and waited all day long and at that time this this girl was 12 years of age and her father and her brothers would take turns carrying her while they waited in this line just to get up there to that moment and finally the moment arrived and she was filled with excitement as she believed my life will be changed she believed she would receive healing because of Muhammad. She knelt over, kissed the rock, but nothing happened. They left that place that day, their hearts filled with a sense of disappointment and sadness. Two years later, at the age of 14, this young girl was reading the Quran, the holy book of the Muslim faith. You may not know that the Quran actually mentions Jesus, but it only mentions Jesus as a prophet and a healer. Only two things. This girl reading this book, and for the first time in her life, she hears the name of Jesus. She reads how that he is a prophet, and she also reads that he's a healer. And she thought to herself, I've read the Quran many times, and it says nothing about Muhammad being a healer. But in the Quran, she reads that Jesus is a healer. So she began, as she had spent many endless nights praying to Muhammad, she in turn, now that she hears that Jesus is a healer, she begins to pray to Jesus to heal her body. One night she woke up in the middle of the night, and as she did, her bed was surrounded by 13 men, six on this side, six on this side, and one stood at the foot of of her bed. She said, I didn't know the men on the right. I didn't know the men on the left. She said, but somehow I knew the man in the middle. His name was Jesus the healer. She said that night Jesus spoke to her and told her to put her legs over the side of the bed. He said these words to her, for I am Jesus and I have healed you. She did exactly what Jesus had said. And when her legs came over the edge of the bed and her feet touched the floor, instantly she was healed and made whole. 
She began at the age of 14 to walk for the very first time and the nurse who had always cared for her came running into her room and she said to her nurse, Jesus is in this room and Jesus has healed me. That night, Jesus and the 12 came and flanked around that young girl's bed. That woman today is an evangelist for Jesus Christ and travels the world telling others about Jesus Christ, the healer. <laughs> Friends, I would declare to you today that the man in the middle, he's the one that can change your life too. Not because he's just a prophet, not because he's just a good man, not because he's just a teacher, but because his name is Jesus. There is no other name like the name of Jesus. Salvation is found in no other name but Jesus. Healing is found in no other name but Jesus. Deliverance is found in no other name but Jesus. New strength is found in no other name but Jesus. Soundness of mind is found in no other name but Jesus. Freedom from addictions is found in no other name but Jesus. Transformation is found in no other name but Jesus. His name will be called Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Friend, I don't know today what you may be facing in this life. I don't know what circumstances you may be confronted with today. But I want to tell you there's a name that is above every name. There's a name that can bring change to your life. There's a name that can bring a transformation to your circumstances. There's a name that can do what doctors can't do. There's a name that can do what counselors can't do. There's a name that is above every name. There's a name that's full of power. There's a name that is full of potential for your life and my life. It's the name of Jesus. Jesus, would you bow your heads right now? Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you right now, Lord, and we speak the name of Jesus. I speak the name of Jesus in this room. I declare the name of Jesus today over every heart, and I speak the name of Jesus over every life today. I speak the name of Jesus today for hearts that are broken. I speak the name of Jesus for those today who have given up and have no hope. I speak the name of Jesus for those who feel like they're at the end of the rope. Speak the name of Jesus. For those who are weak and need strength, I speak the name of Jesus for those who are burdened down with heavy weights from this world. I speak the name of Jesus over you.
I speak the name of Jesus for the one today who is struggling with sin. You have been captivated and you have been caught. You have been leashed to an area of sin. You've tried to change it. You've tried to change your behavior. You've tried to change the things you're doing. And you found you can't do it on your own, my friend, today. In the name of Jesus, I speak his name over you. It's Jesus. There is no other name. We're constantly searching for help. Listen, friend, there is no help outside of the name of Jesus. For some of you today that are brokenhearted, life has left you broken. Life has left you with shattered dreams. Life has left you. And you just feel like your life is broken in a thousand pieces. Friend, today I speak his name over your life. The name of Jesus. He was anointed to bind up the brokenhearted and give freedom to the captives. I guess what I'm really trying to say to you today, my friend, is this whatever need you have, his name is Jesus. Whatever you're faced with, the answer is found in Jesus. The hope that you desire is found in Jesus. Father, right now I pray for every person in this room. Lord, you know why they're here today. You know why I'm here today. There are no accidents, Father, in your kingdom. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person in this room today. Jesus, we just declare right now, we need you. We need your strength. We need direction. We need your transforming power. We need your peace. We need your healing. We need your rest. We need relief that can only come from your name. We call upon right now that name, the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I don't have anything else but Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
Jesus. I'm going to ask in this moment, very quietly, very reverently, would you please stand with me all across this room? Jesus. 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 Friend, if you've come today, you have a need in your life. I'll be honest with you, the needs are so many, there's no way I could mention them all. But you say, Jerry, in my life, I've got a need. And I need his help. No matter what it is, no matter how small it may seem to be, or no matter how great it may seem to be, you just say, I need his help today. We'd love to have the opportunity to pray with you today. If you just say, I've got a need in my life, and I would like prayer today. Friend, would you just step out from where you're at, across the room this morning. You say, I've just come, and today in my life, in my life, I've got a need. I've got a need in my life. As Paula begins to sing, she begins to play. You say, I've just got a need in my life. Would you come with these that are coming now? Just come and say, I've got a need in my life. It's common for all of us. Time to time, we've got a need. Jesus, we need you. Jesus, we need you. Friends, just keep coming. Listen, you don't, have, you don't have to go back home carrying the same weight you came with today. Jesus. Yes, Lord. I just want to keep giving opportunity. Just, just keep moving, friend. beautiful name. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. Just keep coming, friends. What a beautiful name it is. The Yeah. 
Bobby, would you come, please, and come around front and begin to move among our brothers and sisters. And let's pray together, Paul, as you lead us. <laughs> 